0: welcome back hello saints of mediocrity we back we we welcome the welcomes happy 10th episode girl we're in the double digits no ain't ain't (laughs) no going back now i'm so glad you (laughs) keep track It's the
1: little things. <laughs> the little things, the little anniversaries and milestones that matter.
0: Yes. Well, welcome to the 10th episode of Watching Up. I'm Rachel. I'm Michelle. And we're back to talk about what we've been watching up on. How yes. are you doing, Sistel?
1: I'm hanging in there. <laughs>
0: She's simply <laughs> hanging on by a thread.
1: <laughs> simply don't know if I can continue living this way.
0: <laughs> Life I feel is like that's where I was at last week, <laughs> and I want to
1: exit right now.
0: <laughs> I need to get
1: off this train. Like, no, I'm okay. I I don't know. I feel like I've kind of been out of whack since the weekend, which we can get into. But
0: yeah, yeah. What did you do?
1: I went and saw Taylor Swift. Maybe you've heard of her. She's like a little indie artist that... In a has truly a-
0: shocking turn of events,
1: <laughs> you saw Taylor Swift. It really was shocking. It was like I a was less shocked. than 24 hours before type of thing.
0: Yeah, but tell yeah. us about how you snagged the coveted Taylor Swift era's tour ticket. So my friends... Uh, A couple of my friends had a group
1: going and like the day before the concert, one of their friends like wanted, didn't want to go or she got better tickets for another night because she had three sold out nights in Dallas, which is crazy. Um... So she got better tickets for another night. So she wanted to sell her ticket with this group. And so they reached out to like me and a couple other people. And they were like, anybody want to buy this ticket? Um, She can't go anymore. And like my other two friends were kind of like, no, not really. And I was like, at first I was like, you know what? No, because I don't want to spend. I mean, it was like 140 something dollars. It was like nose, nose, nosebleeds. <laughs> Mm-hmm. which first of all I was like no and then I was like but at the end of the day what else do I have going on and I also just we you know we love a spectacle <laughs> we love mm-hmm. to be I have major FOMO so they were gonna like make like a night out of it and they had like a hotel room and like I was like this sounds like a fun like girls night oh yeah
0: that does sometimes type
1: you. vibe so sure I will join and I gotta say. The Swifties welcomed me with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but it was fun. I I, yeah. I had fun at the concert. Good. Can't lie. There were a few slow parts, I feel like, because I don't know if you can tell, but we're not Swifties. We don't, like, stan her that much. But there are, like, some albums that I do like, and I feel like I'm more in, like, the red... Reputation, and 1989 era, like, those three I feel like were her, like, best ones.
0: Mm-hmm. And then,
1: like, when like, Folklore and Evermore came out, I didn't like, I didn't fuck with those. Like, I just felt like they were too slow. Yeah. Folks you just not my vibe. So there were, like, kind of big chunks of the concert that were just that. So I was kind of like, okay, at least I get a chance to sit down
0: because my foot Mm -hmm. was hurting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean she did it all (laughs) on the she did it all. Yeah, she played
1: for and she played for like three hours and twenty minutes. Like it was insane. I was like, how do you do that three nights in a row? Like I would be Exhausted.
0: <laughs> I mean, let alone an entire tour. Right.
1: I was like, like, I bet when she started this, she was like, Yes, we're gonna do this. And then after a few shows, she's probably like, Why did I
0: promise <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah. But um so far. I so mean, it good. better be good if people are like right. killing each other trying to get tickets.
1: <laughs> like- right, right.
0: So yeah, it was a good production. It was a
1: good show. She looked cute, she looked great, she sounded good, so no complaints Good. from me.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I love that for y'all. And
1: then, so we went back to the hotel and it was like a two bedroom and there were six of us, but there was like two beds and then like a pull-out couch. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my friend Emily were like on the pullout couch and when we got it out, it was like so gross looking. Oh no. <laughs> and there was like an old French fry. <laughs> no (laughs) and then like we we couldn't they were like the hotel was out of extra blankets so all we Uh had was like a sheet and it was freezing so I like laid down on the bed I was like I literally can't sleep on this like it literally was like a piece of paper over a metal bar (laughs) yeah I
0: was like I can't sleep on this
1: so I like got the couch cushions and like put them on the floor. And got like my little sheet and I was like trying to sleep on the floor. And then at like 4.30 a.m., I was like, I can't do this. And I like called an Uber to take me home. At 4.30? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like my house is 25 minutes down the road. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm miserable. Like my yeah. my car wasn't there. It was at my friend's house cuz we had all ridden together, but I was like at this point the only thing was I didn't want to come home and like scare my husband cuz he didn't think I was coming home so mm-hmm. I like texted him at 4 30 and I was like are you by any chance awake and he responded immediately he was like yeah and I was like, Why <laughs> are you awake first of all <laughs> second of all I'm coming home and he was like okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's always he awake. Like, if I had a him.
1: premonition I was like really <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome maybe
0: he did yeah <laughs> He knew you were uncomfy he on a could piece of metal. feel me tossing
1: and turning. <laughs> like, it was bad. Like, I was, like, first of all, uncomfortable, but also there, there was this air conditioning that was, like, blasting in my face. Mm-hmm. So, like, my throat started hurting. I was like, I'm going to get, like, yeah. pneumonia if I try to, like, make it
0: through the night. I feel like the AC units in yeah. hotel rooms are always, like... Just a recipe for illness. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I felt
1: like I was getting sick, like, as I laid there longer and longer. I was like, I'm just going to bite the bullet and go home. So a nice man picked me up and drove me home. I tipped him generously, (laughs) and I was in my bed. And it was I was like, (laughs) either in one hour, I could be laying here still miserable, or I could be in my bed. So I was like, let me go.
0: Exactly. So. And it's like, did y'all even have any like plans for the morning no. or anything like that? I don't so I don't know like, what
1: they did. I think they just came back. But
0: yeah, I was I done. I probably would have done that too. <laughs> I was done
1: with it. So the other part of it is I drank kind of a lot again. I feel like every podcast we have, I was like, I drank too much tequila. <laughs> and like that happened again. Um, so like the whole next day, Sunday, I was just like dead. Like I slept till like 11 and then I was just A zombie for the whole day yeah so I didn't get to get groceries or anything like that and then so this week kind of started off rocky yeah and I had to go to the eye doctor this morning because I realized that I'm on my last pair of contacts of course and I called them to see if I could just order more and they were like no you haven't been in for an appointment in over a year so you have to come here and I was like Fine. sounds
0: like it's time for LASIK <laughs> okay so I asked her at
1: my appointment today I was like do y'all have like partners you work with for LASIK she was like yeah and I was like she was like do you want to like start that process and I was like probably in the next one or two years I'll like want to so she was like okay just let us know we'll do like testing but she said honestly they'll probably do it on your left eye but your right eye For those of you who don't know, my right eye has like a big scar on it from when I was younger and had this issue with it. She was like, they probably won't be able to do the surgery on your right eye. And I was like,
0: Mm.
1: well, then what's the point of doing it on my left eye? Like, if I'm still going to have to wear one contact. Right. So I was like, well, then I probably might as well not. But she's like, it's still worth looking into. I'm like, yeah, I probably will. But if they can't do it, then I'm not going to just do one eye. Right.
0: Oh man. Maybe they, maybe the science will progress enough for them to.
1: Well, that's what I thought it had. And I thought my ophthalmologist had told me once that they could do it. It was just a little more like it's, it wasn't like a basic in and out normal LASIK procedure, but they did have like a laser that could like work with like my scar and stuff. So we'll just have to see.
0: I don't. yeah maybe you just have to consult with the actual providers or whatever yeah um well no. amazing it sounds like a very eventful weekend yeah <laughs> good
1: it was I'm fun. so happy for you <laughs> well how was your weekend less than eventful
0: <laughs> it was less than eventful <laughs> I just did some spring cleaning around the home, homestead. Oh, I love that. Um, so I got so some nice. of that taken care of. Yeah.
1: Doesn't it feel like heaven when you're done? You're like, oh, cleanliness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I still feel like I have more to do. So I'm kind of in the in-between of like, yeah, I've done some of it, but it still doesn't feel like quite as satisfying as it should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but other than that, I mean, I guess I can give like a little JAW update for, of, jaw for interested update. parties. <laughs> um, what if people we think you talking like a- about JAWS? <laughs> JAWS. <laughs> no, my TMJ update. Yeah. We should have like a a 30 plus corner. <laughs> so where we talk
1: about all of our ailments. Seriously, illnesses. all our ailments. Well, I mean, even when I went to the eye doctor this morning, I was like, I've literally been to like 10 doctor's appointments in the first
0: quarter of this <laughs> yeah, year. Like, literally. I am over it. <laughs> um, um, but last week at physical therapy, I tried microneedling for the first time, mm-hmm. which essentially it's pretty much like acupuncture from... What I've learned. um, They use like the same types of needles and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I guess the main difference is that, like with microneedling, they just stick it in for a few seconds and take it out. Whereas acupuncture, they like leave it in for an extended period or whatever. Um, So I tried that and it's supposed to just like get into the muscle and like release it. But since it was my first time, I guess. I haven't really felt a difference. (laughs) You're like, it didn't work. Like, it didn't really do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to give it a couple more. She said, like, it could take a few times to really feel or to, like, really get the right spots and stuff like that. So I'm going to try it a few more times. And then after that, I guess, reassess whether I want to try Botox or not. So they
1: just do it right here?
0: Yeah, like, right here in the muscles, and she and said, then like, could they
1: just go on the rest of your face for free. <laughs> isn't that what people do for <laughs> I mean, for, it's like, not
0: like this type of motion. It's like they stick it in <laughs> and then take it out. But don't people do
1: that for like skin refinishing? Yeah, I yeah. think they
0: do it for like, yeah, like resurfacing and resurfacing, stuff or whatever. That's the word. Yeah, I would assume that's a little bit more like surface level. Okay. Um, they use a whereas- bigger needle. Yeah, I like it sticks all the way into like the muscle, but I didn't really feel anything. Are you afraid of needles? No, me. Either. I've been I've been probed and prodded, and <laughs> to not be afraid. Yeah.
1: We're not uh, little babies. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so I'm gonna give it a couple more shots. I'm going back tomorrow, and we'll see. Maybe she just didn't get the right spots last time or something like so that. So is
1: that one covered by your insurance? Did you already see It's that? like
0: included in your the treatment. treatment. So basically I'm, I pay an amount and like I don't have to pay extra if I want to do the microneedling. But
1: if you wanted the Botox, it's
0: more. Oh, yeah. If I want the Botox, it's not covered, unfortunately. They don't do it at physical therapy. Well, I would have to go damn. somewhere. <laughs> We're both yeah. in physical therapy. Huh? We're both in physical therapy. I know. <laughs> I was telling my my therapist, I was like, my sister's going to be starting soon <laughs> because she roller skated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Literally every time I've told somebody,
0: what happened to your
1: foot? I broke it roller skating. They like laugh at me. I'm like... <laughs> I had to have surgery. Wasn't that, that funny? You're like, ha, 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 ha. it's only ruined my life for the first part of this whole year.
0: It's okay. She's on the mend. I've only
1: gained like 15 pounds from not being able to move. It's fine.
0: We love it. 33 and thriving. <laughs> Almost 33. Almost 33. Um, so other than that, um, I spent a lot of this weekend on my succession journey or my succession progression, if you will.
1: <laughs> Spoilers for the end of the first season. I was so excited when you
0: were like, Kendall Roy
1: <laughs> after he killed a guy. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Yeah, that was I hilarious. was proud of it. <laughs> you should tweet that.
0: I I texted Michelle after I finished the first season of Succession, which, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know about the first two seasons of Succession, skip ahead a couple of seconds. But um, I sent Michelle a text uh, of uh, the gif of scarlett johansson in marriage story when she's like dancing with all her theater friends <laughs> and I was, like kendall roy after he killed a guy <laughs> literally it's like
1: let me just go back to the party
0: <laughs> he was dancing to like whitney houston with his family <laughs>
1: his kids by the way his family like disappears after the first season you like okay i was wondering if they were again. ever coming back because <laughs> no. i was like
0: where are his children no his children um, are gone so i only have two episodes left in the second season
1: oh the end of the second season is so good
0: i mean already it's like so it's just so good. I know. <laughs> I'm like, why did I ever give up like I why did I fall off of the show? Yeah. Um,
1: and then the third season is so good too. Like the Kendall oh story arc is just
0: Oh, so I also took the Buzzfeed quiz before I even like started rewatching or like or I restarted watching or whatever. Um, do you wanna guess who I got? Shiv. No, I was hoping I was going to get (laughs) shit.
1: You got Roman. No. Damn. Wait.
0: Kendall? (laughs) No. (laughs) Logan? No, don't put that on me. I got Cousin Greg. Greg. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense now that I've watched it more.
1: I think literally any normal person would be Greg. (laughs) Like, nobody...
0: I thought I was, like, going into it, and, like, like I said, I, like, took the quiz before I even, like, picked the show back up, so I, like, did it. I wasn't making, like, educated answers or anything like mm-hmm. that, and I was, like, I'm probably gonna get Shiv or, like, Jerry, and I was, like, I got Greg, and I read it, and I was, like, yeah, that's about right.
1: I just, like, <laughs> Greg, like, in the first season when he's, like, first just, like, awkwardly becoming part of the group is just... I'm like that would literally be me. Like, yeah, me too. I would <laughs> like be like, gingerly, I like, what do I do? What that's do I literally
0: I do? me at work every day. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've been so working at this company for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, yeah, I am literally obsessed with crack. Every time he's on screen, he's just like so good at like the physical comedy. Yeah. I have to like rewind it and just like rewatch his little like things he does with his face (laughs) and his body. (laughs) How is he so good at this? Yeah. No. Shout out Nicholas Braun. (laughs) Him and
1: Mr. Darcy together are just like gold.
0: They're gold, Jerry. They're gold, Jerry. And so, so in the second season, as soon as I saw Roman and jerry like in a scene together i was Mm -hmm. like okay when are these two gonna fuck (laughs) yeah i sensed it from a mile away they don't officially like have sex at least don't tell me if they do (laughs) but he was like they're at the The only will they won't
1: they in the whole show
0: (laughs) um no so
1: it was funny i saw something i think it was on tiktok or something where some he's so, Kieran Culkin seems like he's the only one that's been doing, like, press, press yeah. <laughs> for, like, the fourth season for some reason. And someone asked him about the Jerry thing, and he was like, no, that wasn't, like, planned. Like, I would literally go up to J. Smith Cameron, who plays Jerry, and, like, just say super sexual, like, uncomfortable yeah. things to, like, make her up like uncomfortable and she'd never fall for it and so they like wrote it into the show. Oh, and I was yeah. like, so you're literally not even playing a
0: character. <laughs> so you you're literally <laughs> harassing her. In yeah. real
1: life. <laughs> you're she's getting harassed in the workplace and they're like that's great. Let's put yeah. that in the show.
0: <laughs> I saw I I remembered that because I don't remember what season they were in, but he had won an award for one of the seasons. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I remember just getting that sense from their relationship, like in his speech, he was like giving her shout outs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Sarah Snook is pregnant, isn't she? It's mm-hmm. probably why she's not doing auto press.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think and I don't think um, what's his face? Kendall would do. I don't know. Jeremy I, Strong. Jeremy Strong. I don't see him doing like E! News. Uh, no. <laughs> neither Brian Cox either.
0: But I, I
1: guess I have seen, um, uh, Mcfadden. What's his face? Matthew. Matthew. He's done a couple things, but yeah, most of them no.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I am so excited to catch up. It's it's been such a a wild ride. (laughs) (laughs) The second season though is so good. It is like the episode where I guess really kind of starting at the episode where they're at the pierce, Mm. like. Yeah. tavern or haven or whatever it yeah, is Yeah,
1: that's a really good episode a that couple episode of episodes.
0: going forward yeah so right now I just watched the episode where um Logan gets his award in his hometown mm. and that's also a good episode
1: wait was that the the rat when Kendall raps yes <laughs>
0: I was like oh my god and then the he goes around after he raps <laughs> he goes to his like you know whoever he's like having sex with at that time and he's like you said awesome too much so we're breaking up and yeah, i'm like, like you, you literally, literally just the, the most embarrassing rap. person
1: on the planet <laughs> so
0: <laughs> i will say the kendall character is like not at all what i expected going into because the show. you
1: see people like standing him online so you think he's like gonna be cool and he's like no. literally so embarrassing.
0: No, what I thought about him was that he was gonna be like the hard ass like literally will do anything to earn like the CEO position, like not no sense of humor, like nothing. I thought he was gonna be like head down like eye on the prize the whole time. And yeah. he is like not that at all. He's like embarrassing and weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which like, I like
0: better I'm glad he's not what I thought he was but it's
1: such a funny yeah it's like such a funny portrayal of like these nepo babies basically that are like yeah they think they have all this like knowledge and experience and they literally don't know what they're doing don't know what they're talking about but they like because of who they are they just think they deserve these literally phys, like these physicians of power <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs>
0: that's why i like shiv because she's kind of the only one who really at least has a, a sense like, of like what she's well, doing she actually has work experience. she has a real job yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also a liberal and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah there's like that's a funny. line in
1: season one where i think actually kendall is talking to uh roman and he's like you couldn't you couldn't work at a burger king much less like like run a <laughs> corporation i'm like neither could you <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs>
0: neither could you. <laughs> you would get called out so fast for like sexual harassment or something yeah misconduct um but yeah it's so good i love i can't wait to get more into like the greg and tom of it all because i feel like I've gotten the sense that there's something going down the line with their like characters. <laughs>
1: They're just like it starts out as it starts out as like Tom hazing him, which like continues, yeah. but then like Tom isn't really in a position to haze anyone because he's also embarrassing and like, yeah. <laughs> <He's>, like <laughs> But literally. then they like just become like these two like
0: idiot like when I was Tweedled laughing and so Tweedled hard, them, basically, I've literally just been like holed up in my house, like watching the show, chuckling <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the part where, so the the episode where they, um, someone commit suicide in the office mm-hmm. and they're in like the quote-unquote safe room which is just like a regular room and then With, tom, like windows, <laughs> he's, windows. Like, he's like no are locks we on the actually door? safe do you have a
1: weapon like
0: <laughs> and then tom starts greg tells him he wants to, like switch division or departments and tom starts throwing water bottles at him <laughs> yeah. and he's like greg's like you're one of my best friends like literally <laughs> <laughs> I was just like laughing so much uh, like I said like I can't tell you the number of times like not even just Greg but like everyone was- I just keep like wanting to rewind and like see no because there's so many like reaction shots and yeah. like just random stuff <laughs> yeah. that's like so funny there was one part I think it was in season
1: one I don't remember. You have probably seen it though, where Greg like goes to Kendall because he's like getting drugs from him, and Kendall's Mm -hmm. in this like lavish like
0: penthouse. (laughs) I know this place is
1: sick, and like Kendall's like, oh yeah, it's all they had. Like the bigger one was like booked. He's like, oh yeah,
0: it's fashion week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fashion week, and and Greg's like, oh yeah, this this sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, no the 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 line that I thought you were gonna say. I was laughing. Okay, so Greg gives Kendall the drugs, and he's like, I got it in the park. <laughs> yeah. And then Kendall's, like, cutting it, and he's like, if my septum falls out, I'm going to make you eat my septum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he's
0: like, he's like, oh, this this cocaine sucks, and he's
1: like, oh, do you want me to take it back? <laughs> and Kendall's like, yeah, return <laughs> the cocaine to the park.
0: Do you have the receipt? <laughs> Literally,
1: so funny. So funny.
0: Anyways, <laughs> anyways, we could
1: just like say lines from
0: it. Yeah, we could just but... quote Succession, obviously, for hours. Apparently, hours but... and hours. <laughs> but there's yeah, a, more there's a line in season three.
1: I'm excited for you to get
0: to. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> more to come. Honestly, at this rate, I could probably be caught up by next week. So yeah, it doesn't. We'll it goes see. fast. There's
1: only ten or nine per season.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, But what else have you been watching? Um, Me and Neek went to see Dungeons and Dragons
1: Honor Among Thieves over the weekend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was actually really good. I really liked it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know anything about Dungeons and
1: Dragons (laughs) at all. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we went because literally nothing has been coming out, and I just wanted to go to the movies. But um, it's directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan M. Goldstein, who did Game Night,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is another really funny movie that I like. Um, yeah, I love that one. But it was it was really good. Like, Chris Pine is the lead and he carries it really well. And like the script is really, really funny. There were like Mm -hmm. two parts where I literally was like laughing so hard. (laughs) 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 And we saw it in like a, a packed theater. And so everyone was laughing and th- then you could tell there were actual like D&D like fans there because like at the end they like applauded. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm so happy for them that they like the movie. Amazing. Um, so I think <laughs> like it's one of those rare times where like the fans are happy and the general <laughs> mm-hmm. public yeah. can also enjoy it. That's good. Um but yeah, Chris Pine's in it. It has Michelle Rodriguez, um, uh, Regé John Page, who was actually really good in it. Um, he had one of the one of the parts that made me laugh the hardest. Um, are you gonna see it? Or probably not. No. <laughs> um, so there's this part where he like comes in and like is kind of like this guy who's he just basically like saves everyone and like does the right thing all the time, but. And he's like super, like powerful, but he doesn't have like a sense of humor, or he doesn't understand like irony or sarcasm. And like Chris Pine's character is like basically oozing sarcasm all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's just like always giving him a blank stare. And there's this part where he's like, "I have to leave you now. My like my job is done here." <laughs> and they're like on, <laughs> they're like on the beach, like on the coast somewhere. And like Reggae John Page starts walking away, and like you can just hear like Chris Pine's like voiceover, and he's like, "Why does he walk like that? It's so weird." (laughs) And he's just like walking in a like very straight line, (laughs) and he's like, (laughs) and he's like walking up towards like this huge rock. And he just, like, keeps going straight. And Chris Pine's like, is he going to go around the rock? Is he going to go? And he's like, oh, and he, like, starts climbing up the rock <laughs> just to walk over it because he can't, like, not walk in a straight line. I was, like, crying. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, that was one of the parts that made me laugh really hard. But there's a cameo in it that's really funny. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I just really, like, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun night at the movies, so I would recommend yeah. it. Yeah,
0: awesome. For
1: anybody, like, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to, like, understand what's going on, so.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah.
0: I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's know, fun. like,
1: all I knew about it was, like, what I've seen on Stranger Things of them, like, playing it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I know like you have a character, but I don't really know how it works.
0: Yeah, it seems very loosey goosey. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Seems like it's whatever you want it to be. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, is that a game? No, I'm just kidding. How do you win? (laughs) Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's really not been a whole lot coming out. Like, nothing. Air is coming out. Yeah, I want to see Air. This weekend. Like we didn't
1: go see John Wick because we hadn't seen like two or 3 Mm-hmm. And that was like the biggest movie that had come out. And yeah. they're still playing Creed, which we already saw. They're still playing Scream. I'm not watching Shazam. And I heard <laughs> 65 sucked. I did wanna- <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot it. I did want to go see um the new Zach Braff movie. hmm But it wasn't playing at our Alamo Draft House, and I don't like the other one yeah that was a hurdle it's
0: not gonna happen (laughs) maybe i'll
1: stream
0: it at home yeah that's probably a good one to watch at home anyways yeah um i do want to see that so love is blind episode six through eight dropped (laughs) (laughs) do they drop on friday
1: i don't know when they drop I don't that. just go to that. Netflix and, and it's you, there. Just check it every day and maybe there'll <laughs> be new episodes. Was,
0: I was like I was just like watching TV on Friday and I was I went to Netflix and I was like, "Oh, oh hello." <laughs> <they're up."> yeah. <laughs> um, so I devoured them in one bite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, really. These people need help.
0: <laughs> they all need serious and intervention. Literally, okay. So, what's the first thing that happened? I guess they, so they're not in Mexico anymore. They're in Seattle, mm-hmm. and this season they each have like a house that they got them. I guess <laughs> like, mm. don't they usually like move into somebody's apartment? So, or? I think
1: Neek started watching before. I got up <laughs> so I might I might have okay. missed a little bit of like the exposition of what was going on but So they have
0: like a they have like townhomes basically. It looks like they all live in the same like complex or mm. whatever, but mm. they each have a townhome. So they're living there, I guess for a while, but then they each go and look at each other's apartments. Right. Yeah. So um that's
1: kind of how they do it on Married at First Sight. I don't remember how they did it on previous seasons though.
0: I don't either. Maybe they did do that. I
1: guess they did get they, they got a they got um apartments like on the last season, yeah. I'm pretty
0: sure. Okay. Well, um, they went and looked at everyone's apartment <laughs> and I was kind of distracted during this point, but I thought it was weird only- that Kwame is lives in Portland. He does? Yeah. Oh, that is weird. It was like three hours so, away or something. <laughs> and so he's going to have to compromise and move to Seattle because she actually works in an office, right? Yeah. And he works remote. Yeah. Yeah. I remember them talking about I'm that. Like, and then he was like mad. I'm like,
1: well, didn't they tell you everybody was going to be from Seattle when you signed
0: up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so also another red flag from Kwame. He's a walking red flag. But yeah, he was talking shit about her dog and I was like oh no 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 we do not talk about Rocky like this (laughs) not Rocky he was just like basically just like complaining about like how inconvenient it is and saying that because he like he stays at home while I guess she goes to work and Mm -hmm. he has to like walk the dog and all that kind of stuff and I was like Wow. <laughs> I know I remember one part where he said you walk
1: the dog three times a day, and I'm like, that seems excessive. Yeah. I don't know do if you have, have to, to do, do
0: that. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just meant like I take it out, but yeah. even so, it's like you should be honored. You should be honored. <laughs> that Rocky lets you take him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just a a big old red flag for me. Um, but what else? So, Zach and Irene obviously broke up, and then Irina and Micah meet up to talk about how Irina was, like, saying that she's attracted to Paul. <laughs> she's such a weirdo.
1: They're all weird. And I'm like, Micah, like, you don't really even like him that much, so why are you so mad?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also she wasn't even like that mad i'm like yeah, yeah i think she's like be more mad acting. if you did like him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i don't know and then like <laughs> zach got back with bliss
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> literally shocked that she had any interest they in are they <laughs> are a
1: better match though like they actually yeah, can they carry a conversation a <laughs> with
0: each yeah, other i guess she's like the same type of weird maybe but she seems like i don't know yeah she she keeps being
1: like i'm a weirdo and i'm like you seem normal
0: (laughs) yeah you seem fine to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) you seem Um, very normal to me but okay yeah um maybe they're like into
0: the same stuff he had a really weird like painting that he commissioned <laughs> Did you see that? No. It was like two owls or something, and one of them was like holding a scepter or like a sword. <laughs> he probably commissioned it
1: at the Renaissance Festival.
0: No, probably. Yeah, Literally. it seems like
1: a booth where mm-hmm. you go up and you're like, "I want two owls holding a sword," and then you come back the next day and they painted it for you. <laughs> they're like, "Here you go." Be $200. It's like one that they already
0: had done. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "We get this one a lot. <laughs> we get this request a lot." <laughs> um, but yeah, they had their little date, uh, I guess at the townhouse or at his apartment and he like ruined the steaks Mm -hmm. because he forgot to close the bags was he trying to sous vide them i have no idea
1: i was like why are the steaks steaks in bags in water (laughs) which i don't think you can sous vide like in a ziploc bag but i don't know maybe (laughs) i I just don't know about cooking (laughs) but he was like they're both ruined i was like yeah, you should For just real. put them on a skillet and cook them in the oven. You should have probably closed the Ziplocs. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why I was trying to cook them like that.
0: <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like
1: the most complicated way.
0: <laughs> um. So what all Did anything else ha- big happen with them other than like them getting engaged? <laughs> just that. <laughs>
1: Nothing huge. <laughs> they, were, they just went they were on, on, on two dates boat. and got engaged.
0: I literally thought he was going to like fall overboard on his I boat thought she was going to say no. I did too. Because I, I was like, like there's no. literally no. She way. was
1: like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Like, <laughs> it was so out of nowhere. I literally, it makes me cringe so much when I see people just like try to make the moment happen when it's like clearly not happening. Yeah. Like when. There's, like, you can just see it in his face that he had, like, an intention of how this was going to go. And it's not going that way, but, like, he has to push through and just, like, follow his plan or whatever. I'm like, this is not fun to watch. (laughs) So, yeah, he was, like, apparently that was their first kiss, I guess. Because she was, like, you have to work for it. And then she was, like, okay. And they kissed. And he got on one knee. (laughs) Yeah, basically, you have to work for it one have me over for dinner
1: and ruin the steaks <laughs> to invite me on a boat and propose. That's working
0: for it. Invite me on a boat in the dead of winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, there was a part where me and Neek were laughing because they were like, sh- it was showing them on the boat and she had like this like fancy visor on and there was like a rose and he was in like a nice like jacket or something and I was like, they look like they're cosplaying as like rich people on the boat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it did not yeah. look
0: natural. <laughs> Cause like her visor was very like summery, yeah. but she was wearing like a <laughs> fur coat and then he like was not covered at all like he must have been freezing yeah <laughs> but she's just wearing like a plain suit. yeah
1: Nick was like yeah it's probably one of those boats you rent for like 20 dollars for an hour <laughs> like, yeah they're like let's make the most of this day he's like this is
0: my engagement <laughs> this is where i shall propose oh so weird yeah i totally thought she was gonna say no she was like what the are you doing Um, Me too. So, yeah. And then Micah and Paul... She meets his mom and his mom is like, I know everything about you. <laughs> that
1: was funny. I liked his I mom. I liked her a lot. Yeah, I liked yeah. his mom a lot. And then it made me sad because I don't like it when they meet the families and the families get excited and I yeah. like know that they're not going to say yes. Like, I don't I know. think she's going to say yes to him.
0: She was really excited. I, know. I feel like she, I feel like Michael liked his mom more yeah. than she ever liked him. Yeah. <laughs> like, her reaction to her was like yeah, much stronger. Yeah, his mom than- was fun. I liked her me too uh, um she was like best case scenario like mom yeah t- mom <laughs> for, for, interview for
1: sure but that was funny how she was like I internet stalked to you my daughter <laughs> helped me
0: <laughs> I was like same that's exactly what I would do um and then she and then he met Micah's friends who were
1: oh my god her friends were a nightmare (laughs) literally literal mess no
0: i forgot what her name was but i've been seeing people like post about her yeah no she wasn't okay she seems horrific she seems
1: like a person i never (laughs) want to encounter in the world
0: (laughs) yeah if i was paul i would be like these are your friend or like this is your best friend." that doesn't surprise
1: me though because she's like
0: that too I know, but I'm just saying like that would raise a red flag for me for right, sure. Right, yeah. Um, where it's just like. Her friend okay. thought she was
1: hot shit. And I was like, ma'am.
0: They you have the same like horrible messed. hair
1: extensions. You look a mess. Uh, yeah. And your little. I just. No, 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 no.
0: It was bad. I bet she yeah. watched that
1: back and is like oh god
0: <laughs> they were clearly like fucked up they were like, they were
1: drunk and like her makeup just looked horrific
0: yeah and then her other friend was like all positive <laughs>
1: like, she, yeah, seemed, she like, seemed like totally seemed okay. normal yeah.
0: but didn't say anything the blonde <laughs> one in the green outfit i was like man yeah she was like she met him for like one second she was like no this is not the guy <laughs> for you <laughs> And then Paul was like, I have to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was so weird. I didn't like that. Who else? Um, Oh, my God. Brett and
0: Tiffany. Oh,
1: what were you going to say? Jacqueline.
0: Oh, my God. Is a mess. She needs some serious therapy. She needs therapy. Immediately. (laughs)
1: Like, right now. (laughs) Poor Marshall.
0: I know. I felt so bad. He's so
1: nice. He just wants somebody. No, she's not it. She's not the one. I know. <laughs> she I like
0: to- I really like watching him and Brett like talk to each other. I know. They're like. They seem like they're really good friends. They seem then- like
1: nice, normal guys that just want like a nice,
0: normal life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They just want a normal life, and yeah, Marshall was saying like. Jackie just wants like kind of like a toxic relationship or something. She he's does. like, I've been with I've been with girls like that. And he's exactly right. Not she's, like push, yeah.
1: she's like trying to push his buttons for yeah. no reason. And like trying to like he it's just it's bizarre to watch. And
0: then in comes Josh.
1: <laughs> Josh <laughs> thinking he's probably Drake.
0: He's part Who of OVO. <laughs> Who could probably fill those shoes immediately? Literally, that's <laughs> like
1: exactly what she's looking for. I'm like, okay. When
0: he was like drunk, like basically assaulting Marshall with like hugs and being weird, I was like, this is kind of scary. <laughs> like, I know.
1: I don't know how Marshall is so calm in every situation. Like he's been put in the craziest situations, and he just doesn't react. And I'm like, yeah, the way she's literally to like, him, getting in his face, and the way she talks yeah. to him, like, I'm just like, I would be, I would be getting worked up. Like he's very even tempered. Like I don't know how yeah. he does it. Um, I know. Oh, but
0: yeah, <clears throat> the only time he seemed to like lose his cool a little bit was when he like he was like, I saw you as a project. She was like, Damn, and I was like, Yeah, you kind of are. Oh, if the shoe fits, <laughs> lace, lace that, that bitch, bitch up. up. Uh, yeah, I do not like, I do not get good vibes from Josh though. No, so maybe he's perfect for her.
1: He's fuckboy um, vibes, he's like Bartise.
0: yeah, for sure. I really like Marshall though, and um. Marshall reminds me of the guy from Cousin Skeeter. (laughs) Yeah, a little (laughs) bit. That actor. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, I saw somewhere that Marshall is cousins with Justin from The Bachelorette from Michelle's season. Justin from the, Baltimore. The guy who makes the facial expressions. Yeah, that's his cousin. That's, I read that somewhere. I, I didn't look into it any deeper. but Unconfirmed, but we'll, Unconfirmed. we'll do some digging. <laughs> but I'm like, why would anyone lie about
1: that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, make up that two random, not very well-known people are cousins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did anything happen between Tiffany and Brett? Not really. Probably not.
1: <laughs> he was just like a perfect angel and so was she.
0: I loved <laughs> they like, when I they love saw you.
1: when she saw his apartment and she was like, Well, I love it, but where would I put my stuff? Where would I go? He's yeah. like, Well, we're we'll just get a bigger apartment. I was like
0: yeah, he was You're like, if you so like the building, we we'll a bigger place. Oh, and he met her friends, and they all loved him, of course. Yeah, because he's perfect.
1: And yeah. and I liked when he was like, when they were talking about like bills and money, and he was like, well, it doesn't have to be like 50-50, like I could do mm-hmm. 70-30, because like obviously I have this lifestyle that I can afford. Like I was like, that's...
0: Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, so, like that's like, why you so compromise, many, like yeah, yeah, in so many words, you're just like yeah, like I make a good amount of money, so yeah, but like that's <laughs> making so much sense, myself. and also like
1: yeah, they were talking about like how it, like when they get married, it'll be like their money. It's not like we're venmoing. I'm like, I mean, everybody does it different, but I just thought it was like such a good conversation to have. Like yeah, right off sure. the bat, because like those are the things that I feel like creep up later that you kind of ignore at the beginning, yeah, and they can cause problems. So,
0: and it just shows you the difference between like where they are and where everyone else is because like they're having like these actual real conversations, right. and like, everyone Kwame else is, is like, do just like, like already <laughs> like
1: resenting Chelsea <laughs> for like changing yeah. his life when nothing's changed yet,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, so I'll he do me- anything to make you happy
0: (laughs) so Kwame met Chelsea's dad who was like so excited (laughs) for them yeah yeah he was really nice I really liked him (laughs) yeah it was weird though because like before he got there Chelsea was being all like nervous and like it it felt like she was like putting doubt in kwame's head when she didn't really need to for some reason i think what was happening
1: is she knows that he's not fully invested but she's like pushing forward anyways so like i think what was bubbling up was her anxiety about introducing him to her family when she like has an inkling that he's not fully invested yeah. <laughs> you know
0: Hmm. Yeah, so, but her dad was happy for them, and... Yeah, he was really nice. He gave them the (laughs) go-ahead to, like, get married. It's not happening. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then his mom was apparently on the phone with him even though we didn't hear her yeah and Nico's she was like, like, Nico was like that's cap
1: she wasn't on the phone and I was like I'm pretty sure they had to cut her out because she didn't yeah, like,
0: she didn't give he was consent.
1: like we, we didn't hear anything and I'm like yeah she didn't want to be on the show so they yeah. cut out her voice why would Chelsea <laughs> just be like oh yeah it's totally normal that you're on speakerphone and nothing's coming out
0: <laughs> literally yeah obviously she (laughs) just like didn't sign the consent form or whatever so um his mom was like no i don't want to meet her (laughs) apparently um so yeah that's where they're at i guess there's no way that they're They're not gonna work
1: none of them are except for marshall except for
0: tiffany or not marshall tiffany Tiffany and brett yeah i'm like literally they're the only ones that i'm confident will get engaged um they're
1: already engaged. Yeah. You mean married.
0: I mean get married, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so in the preview I think we see everyone except Jackie in the wedding dress. So hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> she could be the, walking down the aisle to Josh though. <laughs> well, Marshall dodged a
1: bullet is like
0: Yeah. So. Which sucks because like I really wanted to like, like I I do like her like she's I mean seems I like don't cool not person, like but her
1: but she's just not ready
0: for a serious long term relationship in any way shape or form yeah that's what I was gonna say <laughs> um so we'll see what happens
1: so is the next batch like gonna be all of them or no probably I don't know. two more drops at an undisclosed yeah. time that we don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's going to be like, yeah, probably two more, I would think. I'll be watching. So, um, there's been kind of a bit of an overarching theme in this episode, I feel like, <laughs> to switch gears. Yeah. And we're talking about Succession in the movies that we watched for this week's watching up they each had a nepo baby starring in them and so we figured we would talk about the idea of nepo babies and our favorite nepo babies this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, um if you remember was it New York Magazine who put out the article? Yeah. That was like it made like real big waves on tw- <laughs> earlier yeah, this year. On on Twitter where they kind of like mapped out all of the different Nepo babies that are working in the industry today. Mm-hmm. And um, there's some good ones, honestly. Yeah. I have nothing against Nepo babies no. at all, unless they're like, you know, they don't earn their keep. <laughs> but
1: I mean, most if of you them think do, about I it, like. it's literally like any other like industry out there. Like yeah. if your dad owned a concrete company then you could probably your start a concrete company and, like, be <laughs> successful because you have that yeah, foundation. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, so if your dad's a major movie director and you have an interest in being an actor or a director, like, you already have a leg up. So I would, like, I would never be like, I'm not going to use my connections.
0: Like yeah. nobody
1: would, <laughs> n- nobody would like be like, no. Yeah. I feel like so. There's like time for criticism of it when it's like, it feels like, oh, they just got cast as the lead in this huge movie because of this. Not like when they have no experience. No, they're not good at acting. Like, you know, it's like there's time for criticism of it. But also I feel like it's just a part of life and everyone has to get over it, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, get over it. Yeah. If you don't want to watch the movies, don't watch them. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like like you um, said, there are some people that are very
0: talented. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like I feel like usually yeah. that's the case. Um, so I was like reading through the article, and I was actually reading one on Vulture that kind of like. I liked the way that they like mapped it out. Mm-hmm. But I found I went as I was going through, I saw like a bunch that I was like, oh I love that <laughs> I love that person. Like they're my favorite. Yeah. So I couldn't like settle on a favorite. But um at the top of my list, I would say one of the people there is Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I just love her. She's great. Yeah. And she like has her own show now mm-hmm. and I never really watch it but I'm kind of like I really like all the clips that I see yeah, from it and I'm like clips. maybe I should watch it Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's so cute she's so kind
0: yeah and
1: I mean some of our favorite movies she's a part of Fever Pitch <laughs> Never Forget Never Been never Kissed forget. yeah um, E.T. your personal fave <laughs>
0: she's just always good yeah and i'm like you you look at her and you don't even like think about like her family tree or anything like Mm -hmm. that you're just like yeah she's just like a totally likable like charismatic person yeah and there's so much stuff from her, like, childhood that's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've ever, like, read about, like, she was going to, like, nightclubs at, like, the age of nine or something yeah. like that. Like, crazy stuff. And yeah. she was, like, dressing like an adult and, like, all of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, she's probably been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just kind of interesting. As so- but to come
1: out the other side and, like, use all those experiences to become, like, a more empathetic... Yeah. Like person somebody that like really values like the things that they have and yeah stuff like that like <clears throat> I feel like she she definitely came out on the right side of things in the end
0: yeah like you would expect the other the she would have gone the other way of like some of the other child stars that you hear about but Right, our girl is a queen a queen one of my faves
1: is because I just feel like she has like Two of the coolest parents is um, Zoe Kravitz.
0: Yeah, she's always she's goo g- g- gorgeous.
1: And then I like, have a
0: huge girl crush on me her. Me too. She's so she's beautiful. so <laughs> hot. And like,
1: your mom is Lisa Bonet, and your dad is Lenny Kravitz. Like. That's so freaking cool!
0: <laughs> that like, must be nice. <laughs> is it, like the two, like coolest people on the planet. Like what? Yeah, yeah. No, I love her, and, and she has like amazing style. That's like one of my favorite things about her is just like looking at what style. she wears. She was really like, good oh in
1: the God. Batman. I've been wanting to watch High Fidelity. I loved it.
0: It's so good. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah,
1: yeah. My friend had told me to watch it a while ago, and I never
0: have yet, but I will. I will be watching. I was like waiting. um But yeah, I think she's got the chops. She's definitely got the chops. She was good in Big Little Lies. She's got a
1: star quality.
0: She was good in Big Little Lies. And mm-hmm. she, I mean, everyone was good in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. She <laughs> Part of me wishes that
0: show would come back, but like, I don't did think. Did you watch the second season? It should. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never did. I only watched the first one. I just like the vibe of it. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I love her. Who else is on your list? Um, somebody who's on. Well, I guess this will be a bigger conversation later. But like, there's a lot of people from the Coppola family yeah. that I love. Sophia is um, my favorite. Sophia, Nicholas Cage, and then Jason and Robert Schwartzman mm-hmm. are also in the family, and I love. Both I of them. I just
1: recently learned that because I was researching Rocky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um robert schwartzman was in um the princess diaries and he was also in a band called rooney uh-huh. i don't know if they're still together or not but Loved they rooney. were opening for the jonas brothers and one of their tours and i got to meet them and i had a big old crush on him <laughs> he tweeted me one time <laughs> he's hot it's a good day and life. then jason i just love he's in like pretty much most of the wes Anderson movies. And he's really funny.
1: There's some I just like because I didn't know. Well, not that I didn't know, but like learning like that somebody's a Nepo baby and who their parents are like after the fact, <laughs> Which mm-hmm. I'm going to sound so stupid when I say this, but I didn't know that Liza Minnelli <laughs> was Judy Garland's
0: daughter for the longest what? time.
1: What? <laughs> I just, I didn't know how I
0: would know that, but <laughs> um, I think that's cool. Yeah, it is fun to like figure out the all the connections. Yeah. Um I also put down Dan Levy or Levy, mm-hmm. Eugene Levy's son. He's He's really funny. He's on the on the scene, but I love him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Love, 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 love. Yeah, I mean, what's not to love? There's so many. Mm-hmm. So many great Neppo babies.
1: So many great
0: ones. Who's your least favorite? <laughs> Who do you hate the most? I don't hate any of them,
1: but I will say, like, so far, I haven't loved anything that much from John David Washington.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Or any of his work
1: that, that much. I really liked Black Clansman, but not because of him.
0: I liked him in that. I mean, I, I didn't not good. like him,
1: but I wasn't, like, blown away. You know?
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he can do better. And you will. He can do the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't love Tenet?
1: No, I hated <laughs> Tenet. And if there was only one thing I liked about it, it was jo- uh, Robert Pattinson.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's not a Nepo baby, Mm-mm. but still good. He pulled himself up by his bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, <laughs> he got into Harry Potter, and then he got Twilight. <laughs>
0: He got dealt a tough hand, but he made it through. <laughs> and then he wanted
1: to kill himself for a while, I'm pretty sure. Cause oh, he hated no. being Edward.
0: A star. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't choose this life. This life chose
1: him. What happens when you get everything you ever wanted?
0: <laughs> you know what happened to the man who got everything he ever wanted? He, he lived, lived happily ever, ever, ever after. <laughs> um should we try doing a game? I don't know
1: how this is going to work, but we can try.
0: Well, we can cut it all out if it doesn't. So we thought we would try playing a six degrees of separation game, which if you don't know, is basically like you name two things or people or anything and... You have to try to connect them within six degrees of separation. Okay. So I'm gonna give you two nepo babies.
1: <laughs> okay. And you already know how to connect them, or you're no, just there's probably it out several together. ways. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're just gonna walk down this path together. Okay. Um, let's do Drew Barrymore and Nicolas Cage.
1: Okay. So okay, let's think. Drew Barrymore. Was in Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon, and Nicolas Cage was probably on that show at one point. <laughs> what show? Oh no, the, the not show. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, well maybe we could do Drew Barrymore was in E. T. was directed mm-hmm. by Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg directed Jurassic Park with Laura Dern. Laura Dern was in. Wild at Heart. Wild
0: at Heart with Nicolas Cage. Nice. Is it? It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Drew Barrymore was in E.T. with Steven Spielberg, who directed Jurassic Park with Laura Dern, and Laura Dern was in Wild at Heart with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, ah. I did it. <laughs> I guess that's four, right? Yeah. and less than six. Nice. Bam. And you thought you couldn't do it. I think you just
1: have to start, <laughs> and then it like becomes clear.
0: Yeah, or you just have to like
1: because I didn't even I don't even know what Wild at Heart middle. is. I was just like, surely it's David Richman. Well, I have <laughs> obviously haven't seen it because I just watched Mulholland Drive, but um. <laughs> um But so I was just like, okay, Laura Dern seems like somebody that might probably be in a movie with him at some point. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, No, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that was good. Do you want to give me two? Okay, (laughs) let's do Jamie Lee Curtis and
1: Lily Rose Depp. (laughs) (laughs) What the
0: hell has Lily Rose Depp done? Isn't she a model? (laughs) Do it. So Jamie... Let me try.
1: She's about to be in a HBO show with yeah. the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's what I was looking at. The idol. Um, okay. A Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis is in Freaky Friday. Ooh. Halloween. I know I'm like, is there a Lindsay Lohan? Can she take me somewhere? <laughs> She can take you um, anywhere you need to go.
1: <laughs> oh, what about um True Lies, James Cameron? Is that something?
0: James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, maybe this one's too... No, I can do it. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> um, let me think. So Jamie Lee Curtis was in Freaky Friday uh-huh. with Lindsay Lohan, who was in Mean Girls with Rachel McAdams. Uh-huh. Who was in, um, whoa, what? I just lost it. Okay, wait. So, okay, let's start with Lindsay Lohan, was in Mean Girls with Amanda Seifrin, uh-huh. who was in Mama Mia uh-huh. with Meryl Streep, who was in uh-huh. Little Women with Timothy Chalamet, hey, wait. who was in The King with Lily Rose. <laughs> was that more than six? Wait, 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 wait. You went, you went. J.B. Lee Curtis was in Freaky Friday. That's the okay, first degree with Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. That's one. Then Lindsay Lohan was in Mean Girls with Amanda Two. Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried was in Mamma Mia with Meryl Streep. Three. Meryl Streep was in Little Women with Timothy Chalamet. Four. And Timothy was in The King yeah. with Lily That's Rose Dev. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna cut so much of this out. <laughs> we, <laughs> did did it. It. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. I like that. It's like Those it fun. makes me feel like I'm actually thinking. Because there's multiple nice. ways, like
1: I think once you get to Meryl Streep, you probably could
0: connect yeah. anybody.
1: But it mm-hmm. makes you think because you're like, okay, who's the big person from this movie? Yeah. I feel like probably. I have to
0: work I have to work like from both ends into the middle. Mm. I'm like, okay, so Lily Rose Depp is connected to this person and J.B. Lee's connected to this person and right. then like made in the middle. Yeah. That was fun. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. We could
1: make like a graphic of our connections.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Perf. Um okay, so should we get into on that Nepo baby note, should we get into <laughs> our, our April Fool's slash Cohen Brothers slash Nepo baby <laughs> themed watching yes. up? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so um this week I watched the Coen Brothers Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Spoiler alert for O oh Brother Where Art Thou and Raising Arizona. Mm. So I did actually do some digging, and by digging, I mean a simple Google search <laughs> for, uh-huh. to find out why only Joel, Joel Cohen was credited. Uh-huh. And um, it looks like it's because, like, up until two thousand and three, I guess the Directors Guild like wouldn't allow multiple directors on a credit oh. or something like that. Like they had to be like an official, either collaborate like a official entity or they had to be separate. So yeah. I guess that was the reasoning behind that. Yeah, that makes sense. Until 2003, you said? hmm wonder what,
1: like, made them change that.
0: Oh, no. I guess they were getting more directing partners. Like, it seems like that's a pretty, like, you know, that's something that happens. <laughs> it's like there's yeah. more than one run director on a movie. So maybe right, they but just, I like, wonder if there time. was, like, a
1: specific
0: movie that they were like, this ain't rat. Well, this ain't rad. Well, this ain't rad. We need two Oscars. Because, you know,
1: like the Daniels won Best
0: Director. <laughs> yeah. So have the Coens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting. And I was like, I knew there was something, something behind this. But yeah. So it's a Coen Brothers movie and it stars Nepo baby George Clooney. How is he a Nepo Baby? His aunt is Rosemary Clooney, I think. And she's an actress? She's a singer. She's a singer. Yeah. So he's
1: like Emma Roberts vibes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) kind of. (laughs) Yeah, she's also a Nepo Baby. Okay, so his dad was Nick Clooney, who was a TV host, and his aunt was Rosemary Clooney. Okay. So it stars George Clooney, Tim Blake Nelson, and John Turturro as three escaped convicts from jail <laughs> I love
1: John Turturro
0: and I loved him like Nelson <laughs> I was just like the whole time I was like looking at him and I only really see him in like Cohen Brothers stuff but he was also in Holes yeah um, I know who you're talking about yeah and I'm just like he's just funny every time really funny yeah so yeah, they are basically the, it's the movie starts out and these three guys have escaped jail or escaped prison as which they were like which is a running theme I feel yeah, like, in their movies. <laughs> yeah. totally. <laughs> um and so they are um on a mission to like find some treasure is what the George Clooney character tells them. <laughs> and so yeah. they're just it's I should say it's based off of the Odyssey. So it's kind of just like one of those like hero's journeys where they're like meeting all of these kind of obstacles along the way, yeah. trying to get to like an end goal or whatever. Um, and so... They're they're escaping, they come across like the first place they go is to like one of their cousins or uncle's houses or something like that. And then he like rats them out because there's a reward or there's like a bounty on their heads. So um he he rats them out to get the money. And then it's basically just like a series of those types of encounters where they're like, you know, they think they found like a safe haven, but then like it ends up they've the authorities have found them somehow and they have to keep running. Um and then there comes a point where they meet the three sirens and they like fall under their spell and then they wake up and the John Turturro character is like gone and it t- <laughs> they think that he has turned into a toad <laughs> 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 and the Tim Blake Nelson character is like very convinced that this toad he found is <laughs> John Turturro <laughs> he's like we have to take him with us but in reality John Turturro was just captured by the authorities <laughs> and brought back to prison. <laughs> in reality, it's just a toad. <laughs> uh, and then they meet John Goodman, who squashes the toad like an <laughs> asshole yeah. and steals their money and their car. <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of that kind of stuff. But then eventually they end up in, I guess, the town that, the George Clooney character like lived in mm-hmm. and he sees like three of his daughters and then he goes to the store and finds more of his daughters. <laughs> he has like <laughs> ten daughters. <laughs> and then he sees Holly Hunter, who's his wife, didn't know she was in this. Um <laughs> and she's like engaged to be married to another man, but he's like, you can't he's like, you can't marry my wife <laughs> <laughs> because they're We're still, still married. married. <laughs> um and then I can't remember specifically like what happened but it it turns out there was like never any treasure all along like George Clooney was just trying to get back to his family or something like that Mm -hmm. but he knew he couldn't like escape on his own so he like talked these uh, two other guys into coming with him yeah and then at the very end they like go back he takes the him and the two guys go back to, I guess, his house, and he finds the authorities there waiting for him, and they're like already digging their graves, and they're about to like die. <laughs> and then George Clooney, like, falls on his knees and is like praying to God for a miracle. And then, out of nowhere, much like the frogs from the sky in Magnolia comes a tidal wave which creates a flood that washes everyone out i'm realizing and- <laughs> i don't remember any of this movie i, just I didn't know any I, I really didn't know like anything about this movie other than that these guys were like escaping prison or whatever yeah i didn't yeah. know that it was like based on the odyssey or anything like that i knew
1: that i mean i remembered that but like the details i'm like oh
0: that sounds <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah, so it's just kind of like a wild ride. And I think. Mr.
1: Toad's wild ride. (laughs)
0: Literally. (laughs) I think it's funny that we're talking about these two movies because they're both like. I I rewatched Raising Arizona too. Uh
1: huh.
0: And that one is much more like cartoony, but they're both pretty like cartoony little like wild adventure movies yeah <laughs> and um it was I like had a fun time watching oh my god the songs slap so I was just about to be, be like you forgot <laughs> I am a
1: man, <laughs> of it's,
0: it's
1: I, such a banger I it's love such that a banger literally that's like the only thing I remember from the movie is all of that song
0: <laughs> yeah the whole soundtrack is really good um and Oh my gosh. I was just like in love with that song. Yeah. So I missed that whole part, but they like come across a radio station where they're like, we'll record a song for some money. And then Mm -hmm. they record a song and it becomes like the number one hit in the nation. And they drop the greatest (laughs) banger
1: of all time. (laughs) They
0: drop the banger of a century. And then at the very end, it like comes back around because like throughout the story, it's like, you know, they keep like missing newspaper headlines of like, who are the Soggy Bottom Boys? That's like their band name. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they're like at some sort of event where they go up and sing the song and everyone's like, oh, my God, this song slaps. (laughs) And they don't realize they have all these fans, but like everyone in the room like knows the song. And that basically like saves them. From The yeah. situation they're in, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stop singing that song the whole night. It's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really like this. I noted that I noted down that, um, I haven't seen like a ton of George Clooney movies, but I think this is like by far my favorite of his performances. Yeah. Like, yeah. he it's was one of his funny, best. he was like goofy, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't giving like he didn't have a lot of it didn't seem like there was a lot of like vanity attached to it. Mm-hmm. But it was also like the hottest he's ever looked like this was a good era for George Clooney. <laughs> like he's older, but not like what year was it? 2000. 2000. Yeah. 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 That he, was he like prime. Super time. Yeah. yes. Yeah. What and was I your- noted. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I noted down that Tim Blake Nelson, like, he looks like a real life cartoon character, like a, a no, character yeah. from The Simpsons or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. his face the whole time is just like, kind of like wide eyed and mm-hmm. just in wonderment. Because <laughs> yeah. he's supposed to be like really dumb.
1: I was going to ask you what your rating was.
0: Oh, I gave it four and a half stars. Damn. Yeah. She loved. I gave this and Raising Arizona both four and a half on a rewatch. I think that they're just really good. And like, I mean, I guess we, we don't have to get into Raising Arizona, but I think that they're both just like very brave movies. Like imagine mm-hmm. like pitching these movies. <laughs> like they definitely just kinda, have like a
1: style and a point of view. And yeah, like, yeah, they're very unique.
0: Yeah, and I that's why I said like specifically we'll get into raising Arizona, but specifically that one because it's only their second feature film. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you see it and you're like, damn, these guys really like know what they're aiming for, like right. And mm-hmm. they, I feel like they hit the mark each time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just they're they're directors that I really admire, and I have there's a lot of their movies that I haven't seen, but. I definitely got inspired to, like, dig a little deeper into their filmography after these. Yeah. And I feel like, like these well. these two movies specifically are, like, much more on, like, the silly end mm-hmm. of their Because when you think of these
1: versus, like, No Country for Old right. Men, it's, like, it's
0: you can opposites. tell that
1: it's – But you can tell that it's in the same universe almost, too. Yeah. Like, it's,
0: it's very It's just the tone difficult. is, like, different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's very difficult how they pull off their, like – unique vision in
0: mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that Roger Deakins shot this movie because he, he's like a very like respected and kind of not really. He hasn't, he only won one Oscar, I think, but he's kind of like one of the best in the biz and it's like, damn, he shot. For cinematography? Know, yeah. What did he win for? He won for 1917 a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. The war movie that I did like. <laughs> <laughs> the one war movie we will accept. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, so four and a half stars, probably a full star and a half comes from the song alone. <laughs> I know the song is so
1: good. I think for a long time I had it on like a burn CD that I made. I was just listening to
0: it. You're like, I am a murderer. Hey, hey. yeah. And the
1: banjo is so good. <laughs>
0: I know when they got into the recording booth and just like belted out that song I was like damn
1: yeah and that shot of him like singing like you don't because ex- when like it it sets it up like they're like about to make up something that's like really bad yeah and then, like <laughs> it just like comes out and it's like the best song ever. yeah
0: and this like it's like a perfect representation of like I feel like the theme we we're going for with April Fool's it's just like fools just like stumbling into these situations of like success or like right. danger or, like whatever and somehow they just like skate through life yeah, or, like for making sure. it by the skin of their teeth the skin of their chin yeah chin so do chin. you want to talk about racing arizona
1: yes okay I just finished watching this less <laughs> Literally. Than five minutes before we started <laughs> recording. So, okay. Raising Arizona is a 1987 film directed by the Coen brothers. Um, it says their lawless years are behind them. Their child rearing years lay ahead. The Coen brothers tell the story of an absurd yet likable family with an unproductive couple as the focal point. The couple has gotten themselves into some trouble while kidnapping a baby and giving Hollywood one of the most memorable chase scenes to date. Okay, so basically the movie opens with Nicolas Cage and he's like a criminal. Um, going in and out of prison a bunch of times in Arizona. And um, his name is Hi, like H-I, but every time they were like, what are you doing, Hi? I was like, I feel like they're talking That's to us. me. us. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, our last name is Hi. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he is in and out of prison, and then he falls in love with one of the prison guards, um, Holly Hunter, and, like, the second – or the last time he gets out of prison or whatever, they get married. And um, he's like, my life of lawlessness is behind me. Basically, <laughs> I'm going to be a respectable man. And it was just like, they move into like a trailer and they're like, we got ourselves a starter home. And it was, I just thought that was funny. And, uh, <laughs> and like, they're in Arizona, but everyone has like very thick, country accents and i'm like is that how people in arizona talk i wasn't sure (laughs) i don't know um but holly hunter actually i really liked in this role Mm -hmm. um not that i don't like her in other stuff but she's never been like one of my faves like when she pops up i'm just like oh okay it's holly hunter yeah (laughs) but she was like really really good in this role and i felt like she like fit really well Mm -hmm. um so basically They, like, want to settle down and they want to have kids. But then she finds out that she's, like, barren. And so she's really upset because all she wants is to be a mom. (laughs) And then, like, uh, they find out or they try to, like, go through the adoption process. But obviously he's, like, a felon and they're like, we're not giving you a baby, basically. (laughs) And he's, like, he's not, he's, like, kind of dumb. Like, both of Mm -hmm. them are just kind of, like, not all there almost um Mm -hmm. but basically there's this family in the town they live in that has a set of quintuplets um and basically the there's a newspaper that's the headline is like more kids than they can handle but it's like a joke (laughs) 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 and the guy owns like a furniture store called unpainted arizona and like it's just like wood furniture that's not finished and i'm like actually i would shop there
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like i want that store to be real because Let i would just customize get it. it myself yeah i would just get it and stain it whatever color i want <laughs> mm-hmm. um so that was funny but the guy's last name is arizona <laughs> and um so they have <laughs> they have five babies and so basically the plot is for Holly Hunter and Nicolas Cage to go like take one of the babies because like those people don't need five and they don't have <laughs> any. <laughs> And I honestly didn't know that that's what this movie was about. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be more of like a heartwarming, like like they adopted a kid or like their friends died and they have to like raise the kid. Or like, I really yeah. didn't know what like the movie raising was Helen. About. <laughs> yeah, like raising Helen. Like I thought it was raising Helen, but Arizona was the kid's name, and I thought it was a girl,
0: and it's not
1: for some Nathan reason. Nathan Junior. So yeah, they. The the babies are all in like one
0: huge crib with like.
1: Their it names. literally like, is a
0: cartoon. Like this movie is a cartoon. No, like
1: that's and when you said that, that's one of my main notes I had written down. I was like, this is very. This could be a cartoon. Like, yeah, I would like if you told me I was watching Ed, Ed and Eddie, like I would like <laughs> yeah. believe you. Like basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, the, the babies sleep in one like huge long bed with their names above it. So they take, and I didn't really understand the scene where Nicholas Cage like goes up in a ladder into the baby's room to like take one. And then mm-hmm. he's just like taking them all out of the crib and they're like yeah. going everywhere. I was like, why did you do that? Just take yeah,
0: one. Was, I think it was, she was just like test driving
1: each one. <laughs> was, like, which one <laughs> like, is the best one? Like, I don't know.
0: I thought and, it was funny that like. All the babies are named like Gary, Larry, Barry, Harry and then Nathan it's Jr. Nathan Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they were all boys apparently. Yeah, Gary, Barry, Larry, Harry and Nathan Jr. Um <laughs> so he actually like doesn't take any babies at first and then he goes back to the car and Holly Hunter's like, "Bring me back a toddler." No, it's funny. I need a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he goes back and he takes nathan jr and okay so honestly like i don't love movies where like a baby is like the main focal point of the movie <laughs> but like this was pretty funny um i don't I don't know i'm just always like okay and um so they take the baby and they're like gonna raise it and then Two of Nicholas Cage's friends from prison, like break out of prison, mm-hmm. and it's John Goodman and somebody else. And um, John Goodman is so young. I mean, everyone's so young. Like I didn't even really recognize Holly Hunter until she started talking. She's like her yeah. face is so youthful. She looks like she's about like eighteen or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and um, so they get out of prison and. They go and, like, want to, like, take refuge at his house, basically, but now they have this baby, and they're like, we can't, like, be involved in, like, your shenanigans at this Mm -hmm. point in time. And honestly, this is kind of where I started getting distracted, so I think I need to rewatch it, Mm -hmm. but there's, um, there's a bounty hunter... That comes along, and he looks like the biker
0: like, of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, he's literally
1: so dirty, and uh, he looks like Pig Pen with like the dust cloud like around him, <laughs> yeah. basically. And he's he goes to the dad who's like looking for the lost baby, and he's like, "I'm gonna find that baby, and either you're gonna pay me fifty thousand dollars, or I'm gonna take the baby or something." So basically, <laughs> like threatening to kidnap him again. <laughs> Unless he pays more than, like, the reward. Mm-hmm. And then, um yeah, something happens. I don't know what. And then <laughs> hijinks, hijinks ensue. ensue. And then, like they said, there's like a really good like chase scene where like they have the baby, and then they have the baby, and then mm-hmm. the the bounty hunter has to the baby, and they all like are and they they keep forgetting the baby in the middle of the road, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like psychotic, and. <laughs> then finally they like Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter get the baby and they like take it back and put it back in its bed and the dad's like do you want the reward and they're like no <laughs> <laughs> they realize like, the errors of their yeah bodies. they realize it's not probably great to kidnap a baby and <laughs> then um yeah and then he's like has a dream and he's like this is where like the heartwarming part like finally came in I was like okay it really is
0: heartwarming like the, the end. last part yeah yeah
1: because yeah. the whole time I was like this is funny but I'm not like I don't feel like emotionally connected to any of it really mm-hmm. and then like at the end he He talks about how he had a dream where, like, they, like, watched Nathan Jr. grow up from afar and just hope that they had some sort of, like, impact on his life for, like, the Mm -hmm. short time they were with him. And then he says he, like, had a vision of him and his wife, like, as old people with, like, their kids and grandkids coming to visit. And so, like, just basically setting up that somehow, some way, they do have kids at some point. Mm -hmm. And so... That was basically the end of the movie, but yeah, that was my favorite part. I think <laughs> the, the end. very end. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I liked it. Like, like you said, it was very, very cartoonish, very slapstick. It was like way more like silly than I was expecting it to yeah, be. Yeah, it's
0: so silly,
1: <laughs> so silly. But I think I do need to watch it again now, knowing what it is, because mm-hmm. like I think going in with like my expectations, I was just like, oh, this is completely not what I thought it was going to be. So I think I need mm-hmm. to watch it again before I rate it. But yeah, I, I I do appreciate it for what it was. Like you said, this was like their second movie and like, I don't know how you like get something like this made. Yeah. Like being kind of like, a rookie in the industry so yeah and like the way they shot it and like everything like to make a live action movie seem like a cartoon is very technically difficult I think yeah so I mean I I appreciate all those elements but I want to go back and rewatch it again before I rate it
0: yeah you should I think yeah I yeah I loved the the cartooniness of it all the set design and like you said like the camera movements and like all of that not in like a like the same
1: aesthetic way but it kind of reminded me of like o.s anderson movie where it felt like the sets were so purposeful yeah like Like, pristine and
0: symmetrical right i remember there's a fight
1: scene with the bounty hunter and behind him is like an old like general store and it just has like bank
0: In yeah. Big, like <laughs> yellow
1: letters, it just doesn't look like yeah. a real place. Um, so I had the
0: same thought. It'd be
1: funny to see like Asteroid City and see this because it's like kind of yeah. like, similar locales, but like the different aesthetics of each director
0: is fun, yeah. But, um, I was good, I was getting like I kept like getting vibes of a bunch of different directors throughout it. Like you uh-huh. said, Wes Anderson, yeah. I also kind of got a little bit of like Tim Burton, like. Beetlejuice era, uh-huh. like vibes. That's what the extreme, and,
1: like, close-ups on the
0: faces, I feel mm-hmm. like. That's very
1: T- Tim Burton, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then, like, um, the 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 bounty hunter on the motorcycle kind of reminded me of, like, something that would be in a John Hughes movie. Like, it reminded me of Weird Science do you remember mm-hmm. the end when mm-hmm. all the, like, motorcyclists come into the house and, like, <laughs> yeah. wreak havoc? They yeah. so just kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, that reminds me of that. But yeah, like you said, just, like, so out of the gate. It's like, they were so confident in, like, what they were trying to, like, accomplish, I feel mm-hmm. like. They had a clear vision, for sure. Mm-hmm. You could tell.
1: And... They executed it pristinely. Pristine. So, pristinely. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of craft. I could tell went into that. Yeah, so I enjoyed it, and I will be probably rewatching it before my rental expires.
0: Expires. I thought the baby was like really good. I'm like, how do you make a baby do this stuff? It's the baby just like, was
1: cute, and it made me feel good to know that the, all those babies are older than us now. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, Thank God. Um, but yeah, like usually, I don't know, like something about movies that are like about babies yeah. are just like not for it's me. It's funny
0: because I. I actually watched the trailer for this movie and it was, it very much seemed like they're trying to sell it as like a baby is like causing all this, these hijinks and like crazy stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> th- I'm not glad it that it's not all, what it yeah. is. Cause like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I don't like really like that kind of stuff, but I don't think that's what it was at all. I like that it focuses more on like the Ed and High characters and like their relationship and their struggles. And like, yeah. it's kind of like all of these serious undertones just like, disguised under this cloak of like so silly
1: (laughs) (laughs) so crazy (laughs) yeah no it was really good I liked it
0: yay yeah good job and I'm glad that you mentioned Wes Anderson or Asteroid City because I kind of wanted to talk about that too because the trailer came out we
1: can talk about it it looks good we could talk like trailers because the Barbie trailer just came out like we could talk like upcoming trailers next trailers trailer (laughs) gate
0: yeah I watched the Barbie one, too. It looks so good. Say it again. I cannot wait. Okay, so watching up this week uh, to just put a little bow on our Nepo Baby theme is we're going to assign each other movies involving Nepo Babies in some way, whether in front of or behind the camera. Mm -hmm. So um, do you want to go first?
1: (laughs) Okay, sure. There wasn't – like, I tried to come up with so many that – I like, but she's seen everything. So this is hard for me. What I did (laughs) realize was there are a lot, I think horror movies are a place where a lot of Nepo babies like kind of get their foot in the door. Not Mm -hmm. they already have their foot in the door, but like they start out with horror movies because there are a lot of good horror movies with Nepo babies. Um, Last year there was Smile with Sosie Bacon, who's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, There's. what did Skarsgard. i say yeah uh bill scars guards it um and barbarian um i had like such a long list hold on
0: infinity pool
1: with alexander infinity right? pool um skeleton key is a like really good horror movie with um kate hudson um halloween yeah. with jamie lee curtis um, what else? There was like so many that I could think of. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I can't assign you any of those. So, <laughs> um there's two two options here. You could either watch The Village with Bryce Dallas Howard by M Night Shyamalan, which I liked but I wasn't like obsessed with. Okay, but I did like it. I mean, it's not a bad movie. Or I thought this isn't a movie, but I thought this could be a good opportunity for you to dive into um, The Last of Us Mm -hmm. because um, one of the characters is Tandy Newton's daughter.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So I don't know. Those aren't very great options.
0: (laughs) Well, I wanted to watch The Last of Us anyways. So so. I was
1: like, that would be a good... I don't know if that's like a cop-out because I think it's like one of the only things she's done so far,
0: but... Uh, um, Um, Ah, it counts okay watch that then okay what like two episodes you don't have
1: to watch the whole thing you can watch two you can watch the first one just watch the first one okay or you could do like if you want to keep going keep going but okay
0: i'll take a break from my succession progression (laughs) watch (laughs) the last of us okay (laughs) perfect okay well for yours, I had a few options written down, and I didn't really come to a decision. <laughs> um, oh, I got options, too. Okay, did you ever see Malcolm and Marie? Yeah, I watched half of it. Okay, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna sign you that one, but I, I, I was like, I didn't like love to it. To it's, 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 oh, you, yeah, were, I, you were interested? No, I've seen it. I was oh, interested oh, oh. to see what you thought of it, because I remember like, me not out. loving it. Yeah, that me out. but it has John David Washington, but it's also directed by Sam Levinson, who's a Nepo right. baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so not that one. Okay, I'll just give you an this assignment because i know you haven't seen this one and it ties into what we were talking about wes anderson um the royal tenenbaums yeah which is i i looked up wes anderson's filmography today and i'm a completist which i didn't know i've You've seen, seen all, all of his movies i've only um, seen two. Oh, really which Wait, ones?
1: The fanta- fantastic Mr. Fox and um the Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: Okay, yeah. Those are good ones. Um but I was thinking about it and I think my favorite of his would be between The Royal Tenenbaums and Rushmore. Okay. Um but I feel like The Royal Tenenbaums is kind of the more it's like the one you have to see. Okay, I guess yeah, kind of like the quintessential Wes Anderson. So it has Ben Stiller, who's a nepo baby, Gwyneth Paltrow, He's um, Angelica baby. Houston. It's full of nepo babies. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna watch The Royal Tenenbaums. What were my other options? Well, I just had written down like Lost in Translation. <gasps>
1: I'll watch that I'd another time. We'll do a Sofia Coppola week. Have you seen all of yeah,
0: them? No. Okay. I've seen some of them. <laughs> Well,
1: Um, you probably have seen all the ones I've seen.
0: (laughs) And then I wasn't sure if you'd ever seen Whippet, the Drew Mm -hmm. Barrymore-directed movie with Elliot Page.
1: Yeah, the roller derby movie? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that.
0: I like that one. Okay, so Um, I'll watch
1: The Royal Tenenbaums.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Can't wait. It's going to be a good week. What am I watching? Oh, yeah, The Last of Us.
1: (laughs) The only thing. You can also watch The Village if you want. It's not scary.
0: It's not. Mm -mm. But I'd rather talk about about something that like you feel passionate about okay (laughs) okay well we hope that you will come back next week and listen to us talk about our nepo baby films and what other whatever other messiness transpires over the next week
1: (laughs) if only we were nepo babies if only my life would be so much better (laughs) maybe our podcast will get so famous that our children will be podcast nepo babies
0: and that's the real american dream
1: if you ask me <laughs> the first generation of podcast nepo babies
0: is us. <laughs> it starts today <laughs> all right y'all thank you for listening this week and we will see you in the next one Bye.
1: i am a man of
0: song. Song. no no
1: that's all i have to say